Thank you for listening to the Ebenezer Speaks podcast of the historic Ebenezer AME Church in Detroit, Michigan, where the Reverend Dr. McCarl D. Thomas Sr. is the senior pastor. Located in the heart of the Motor City, we are a family where love makes the difference in our worship, in our community, and hopefully within you. More information on our programs and services found on our website at www.historicebenezerameDetroit.org. Thank you for joining our podcast. Father God, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, for truly thou art my strength and thou art my redeemer. Master's name I pray, let the people of God say amen. The 24th chapter of Luke. 46 to the 49th verse, we find these words, then he, that personal pronoun referring to Jesus, then he said to them, thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And you are witnesses of these things. Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem, until you are endued with power from on high. But you are witnesses of these things. Want to preach on this Sunday, can I get a witness? This is the first Sunday in Black History Month, and I will be preaching a series this month under the title, Know Your Story, before attempting to tell your story. I'm reminded this morning of my New Testament professor in seminary, Dr. R.C. Briggs. Dr. Briggs indicated that we emphasize certain scriptures at the wrong time in our lives. Many of you can recall at least one funeral that you went to, and you're going to hear the scripture coming from the Gospel of St. John and the 14th chapter, Let not your heart be troubled. I get so tired of hearing that at a funeral. Dr. Briggs indicated that people need to hear let not your heart be troubled, not at a funeral, when you're dealing with death. Folks need to hear about let not your heart be troubled 
at the time of baptism when folks are trying to live and to live knowing Jesus as the personal Savior. The text today falls into that category. It is housed in a chapter which deals with the resurrection of Jesus and some post-resurrection events. It is important because there are too many persons who cannot wait to once a year to hear about the resurrection because they need to be resurrected right now. There are folks who are distraught, depressed, dealing with drugs, single parents struggling, people who are emotionally disturbed, frustrated, they're homeless, struggling with all kinds of abuse, folks feeling as if they are unwanted. But on today, I want everybody to understand that there is a bomb in Gilead. I want you to understand that there is some light at the end of the tunnel. I want you to understand that help is not on the way. Help is here right now. But the problem is there are too many people who are not willing to talk about a man named Jesus what he can do, how he can resurrect your spirits, and how you too can experience a personal resurrection in your life. Why? Because there are too many people who are not willing to testify about the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. But I want to know this morning, can I get a witness? We must understand that when there is a jury trial, there are attorneys present, the prosecutors, as well as the defense attorneys, and they are trying to convince the jury to see things their way. Witnesses are called to attempt to persuade the jury in a certain direction. Witnesses from a biblical perspective Talk about those who were divinely inspired by the Holy Spirit. And from that inspiration, they were able to write, Thus saith the Lord. And it was believed that what they wrote, those words were infallible. They should not be questioned because they were created and led by God. Then there were those who we call the Neo Orthodox. And they believed that what folks wrote, and what they presented under the category of being a witness was based on their own personal experience or revelation. Then we must understand that in all of this, there is the significance of the Holy Spirit of the Holy Ghost. People have always had different experiences when they have encountered the Holy Spirit, but what's real to you is real to you. Nobody can tell you what the Lord has done to you or for you. Nobody can tell you how you ought to act when you feel the Holy Spirit. That's the Lord dealing with you. But I want to know, can I get a witness? 
Today's judicial system, we must understand that we have lay witnesses. Those are persons who actually saw the event. They will describe what they observed. We have what is known as the expert witness, a specialist, one who is educated in a certain area or field. Then there's the character witness, someone who knows the victim, the defendant, or persons involved in the case. But I've come today to want to know, can I get a witness? When we look and we want to testify, and since this is Black History Month, we could talk about some historical witnesses. They could talk about Pinckney, Benton, Stewart, Pinchback, or better known as PBS Pinchback. Could talk about how this man was a part of the legislature in Louisiana. And after a contested race in Louisiana dealing with the gubernatorial election, that this man was elected to serve in the United States Senate, but because of racism and uneasiness, he never was actually sworn in. But we could talk today about Ed Brooks of Massachusetts, who was the only black senator for a long time. But we could talk today that we lived long enough to see a Cory Booker and now Raphael Warnock from Georgia, United States senators. Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness that you can remember the times when we had very few congresspersons and we didn't have but one senator in times when there were no senators at all but because of the hand of an almighty God, the tides of justice have begun to change. Can I get a witness? We could deal with the whole medical discipline. We can talk about some of you are diabetics and you're taking insulin right now. Insulin did not come into being until 1921. And because of the invention of insulin, people who are diabetics now can still live. Can I get a witness? There are some of you who've had kidney failure. Can I get a witness? It wasn't until 1943 that there was a Dutch physician by the name of Willem Kauf who invented what was called the artificial kidney. But because of that invention known as a dialysis machine, people who have lost the use and function of their kidneys can still live today. We must understand that the first successful organ transplant was that of the kidney in 1954. We must understand that it was December the 3rd, 1967, that you had the first heart transplant. You must understand that they can now transplant livers, lungs, intestines, corneas, pancreas, and other parts of the body. Can I get a witness? There are folks today who have lost their limbs because of an accident or because of being on the battlefield. But now they can get an artificial limb known as a prosthetic. There are those of you who might have gone to surgery and doctors do not have to do all the work now. You can have what is known as robotic surgery. Can I get a witness? We need to understand today that we need to tell people don't stay home and be afraid of going to the doctor. This is a new day, new inventions, new possibilities, and God works through our hands. 
He works with us. And because God works with humankind, there's been a difference made in this world. Folks who would have been dead 30 years ago can live today because of the advancement in modern science. Can I get a witness? Then we can look, talk about a technological witness. Some of you can remember the manual typewriter. Don't act like you're not old enough. You know you're old enough. Then when you got the electric typewriter, you thought you were doing something. Then you moved to the word processor. Then you got the computer. Some of you can remember when you used to have to type on a stencil and put that stencil on a machine to make copies so that you could give copies of your paper to your colleagues or to other students in the classroom. And if you missed a sentence, you had to type the whole stencil over to get that one sentence. Some of you can remember when you would be up all night with stacks of books. Now you can go to the internet or get on the computer and look something up in one minute that it would take you more than an hour to look up years ago. Can I get a witness? Some of you can remember how you would be up all night long and if you spilt some coffee or something on your paper, it was all over. You didn't know anything about saving it in the computer, then going back in and pulling it up, and you could continue on with what you're doing. Can I get a witness? But I've come today to tell you that when I was a young boy, my music teacher took me for the first time to a recording studio here in Detroit, Michigan. I never will forget. And there was Monty Alexander on piano, Bob Cranshaw was on bass, and Walter Perkins was on the drums, and they were recording, and oh, I was so excited. But then the other day, they were showing a special about how We Are the World was made, with Quincy Jones being the director and the role that Lionel Richie played and you had all of these musicians gathered in one room from Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder. You could go on and name them. But today, you can record one part in New York, another part in California. You could be in London, England, and record another part. But then they can blend all of that together and make one beautiful song. It's a new day. Can I get a witness? But I've come today not to talk about a historical witness, not to talk about a medical witness, not to talk about a technological witness. I want somebody to be a witness for my Lord. I want somebody to be willing to testify about what the Lord has done for them in the land of the living. I want somebody to testify about the time they had no hope, but you now have faith. The time when you were blind, but now you can see. The time when you were depressed, but now you are determined. The time when you were ready to quit, but you're now just ready to get started. The time when you found yourself with a new spirit, a new attitude, and a new zeal. Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness today? 
of you being willing to tell somebody who feel as if they're stuck in the gutter, they're down and out, that the Lord will make a way somehow. I want to know today, can I get a witness for that mother with four children she's trying to raise by herself? She's been a good mama, but the daddy left her and there's only one daddy. She feels as if she cannot make it, but can somebody tell her that the Lord has never declared bankruptcy? Can somebody tell her that the Lord has never gone out of business? Can somebody tell her that the Lord still makes crooked places straight and rough places smooth? Can I get a witness today? Can I get a witness? Somebody to tell that junkie right now who thinks that the only way he or she can make it is to shoot dope in their arms to get high just to go from one hour to the next. Can I get somebody to tell them about a musician by the name of Ray Charles who developed blindness when he was young, who was not only gifted but who had become hooked on heroin himself. And because he missed a recital of his child while trying to go back to an airplane to retrieve some dope, he decided at that moment that he was gonna kick the habit. They wanted to give him some methadone or some other drug. He said, no, I'm gonna kick it cold turkey because I know that God will see me through. They put him in a padded room, and with all of the pain from withdrawal, with the regurgitations, with the agony, with falling on the floor, but I want you to know this man, Ray Charles, endured all of that and was able to kick the habit and was no longer a junkie. I want you to know this same Ray Charles, who was a member of the African Methodist Episcopal Church. When he died, left $2 million to Wilberforce University. Can I get a witness as to what the Lord can do? Can I get a witness? When a young black boy growing up in Detroit, Michigan, had the sole ambition of becoming a music producer, his mama friends thought that he was crazy. Mama was crazy. But this young man by the name of Barry Gordy never lost his dream nor his ambition. And while folks laughed at him, he continued dreaming and started a record company. And he used the model that he observed at Ford Motor Company. And they had to package their own records but he kept on working. And I want you to know that there's not a day that you drive down West Grand Boulevard and you pass Motown, USA, that you don't see buses from around the country in front of Motown. They want to see that place where a black man started a company and put folks on the map. 11-year-old boy by the name of Stevie Wonder, the youngest one to sign with Motown, went on and is considered one of the great geniuses. 
can I get a witness as to what God can do? But wait a minute. I don't have to talk about Ray Charles. I don't have to talk about Barry Gordy. There's some folks in here right now. I won't call your name, but if you're strong enough, you can testify about what the Lord has done in your life. Can I get a witness? Anybody bold enough to stand up and to declare how the Lord brought you through? Can I get a witness? We have too many folks who are silent, too many folks who are ashamed, but you wouldn't be here right now if it had not been for the Lord. I want to know, can I get a witness? Every now and then when I get to thinking about the goodness of the Lord and everything that he has done, I can't help but to testify. You can call me crazy. You can call me drunk. You can call me a fool, but I got to be a witness for my Lord. He's been too good. You mean you got folks here who are part of Ebenezer, the African Methodist Episcopal Church? You mean to tell me that I don't have anybody that can be a witness for the Lord? How the Lord brought you through two fires. How the Lord moved you here in 1964. How the Lord blessed this church to elect three pastors as bishops. How the Lord blessed this church to have the first general officer known as the president of the lay organization in the terms of Herbert Dudley. You mean I don't have a witness? I've been to the hospital to see some of our members. Can I get a witness? When the doctors thought you wouldn't make it, but you're walking right now. My heart aches every time I think about Walt Hampton, who had come back to this church, who was a faithful member. We were born in the same year. He was born in the state of Alabama, where all of my folks came from. This brother and I were battling cancer at the same time. We had promised each other that we were gonna play golf together, that we were gonna get together because the Lord has brought us through. I want you to know that then his cancer came back. He had another surgery. I go to the hospital to see him, and there he was, barely could talk. I want you to know that he got an infection, and then he got shingles, and his infection became septic, where it went all through his body. I don't understand the day how Walt is dead, and I'm still here. The last infection I had, it was septic, y'all didn't know it. It was all through my body, and the doctor told my wife, if you hadn't brought him in when you did, you'd be planning his funeral right now. Can I get a witness? I, 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 I don't understand how some folks will make it, and some folks won't, but those of us who survive, we ought to be a witness for the Lord. I don't understand how some folks can be up and some folks down, but if you're up, you ought to be a witness for the Lord. But wait a minute, I've got news for you. Even when you're walking in the valley, even when you're walking in the flood, you ought to be a witness for the Lord because you couldn't 
make it there if the Lord were not with you. So I come today asking you this. Jesus told the disciples, and you are to be my witnesses, not just on Easter, not just once a year, but we are to be daily witnesses as to what the Lord can do. So I want to tell you right now, then I'm going to be through. If you're down, I know somebody who can pick you up. If you're lost, I know somebody that can lead you. If you think you're blind, I know somebody that can give you sight. If you're feeling weak right now, I know somebody that can give you strength. If you feel lonely right now, I know somebody that the hymn writer says, what a friend we have in Jesus. I want you to know if your mind seems to be confused, I know somebody who says, come unto me, all ye the labor and a heavy laden, and I'll give you rest for my burden. Oh Lord, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So I come today. God just been too good, been too good, been too good, been too good. I get to thinking, all of my family is gone. No siblings, no aunts, no uncles, but I got the law. I got the law. No matter what you're going through right now, we have the moral obligation to be a witness for the Lord so that our neighbors know that they can make it no matter what's happening. When folks come, and some folks can be evil. Have you ever known of folks who can just be mean? Huh? Have you ever known of folks who can just be stubborn? But my father in the ministry, Freddie Stevens told me before we parted, he was going to California, Los Angeles, the first day in me, and I was going to Atlanta. And he said, my boy, whenever you get down and out and you feel like you can't make it, as a young preacher and as a young pastor, and my boy, that day will come. I want you to just read the life of Jesus. And when you read what Jesus went through, when you read how they treated Jesus, then you will understand that you too can make it. And if they would treat Jesus that way, you know how they'll treat you. And so today I rejoice because Jesus lived and because he lives right now, I too can face the tomorrows of life. And so beloved, I have a message from the Lord, hallelujah, a message unto you out here. It's recorded in this word. Thank you for listening to the Ebenezer Speaks podcast 
of the historic Ebenezer African Methodist Episcopal Church in Detroit, where the Reverend Dr. McCarl D. Thomas Sr. is the senior pastor. Join us for our live stream worship services. You can access the live stream and also follow us on our social media. Information on our programs and services, go to our website at www.historicebenezeramedetroit.org. Love makes the difference.